Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Okay, now I get it. Now I'm less confused. 860-522-9842. Rant line number 860-751-4698. This Brittany Griner story, the, the gap between the story and how it's perceived by the average American, which is, oh, isn't it? Oh, what a relief she's out. Thank God the president did that is the response of the average citizen, I think, in this country. But the average citizen, of course. It's just a wonderful example is the point I'm, I'm uh, going to make right now. It's a wonderful example of how the average person has no context through which to look at these stories. They're, they're not thinking about all the other people who are locked up and maybe who, uh, who the, the federal government has been negotiating with the, the Russians for years to get people out who, who actually have value to the U.S. as maybe spy assets or something much bigger than just an average citizen who was over there doing commerce. I mean, after all, she was making a living over there, which is sympathetic, but not as sympathetic as somebody who was, um, you know, an undercover agent or something like that. So people don't have context and, and we get played on our emotions. And I think that's a good model for you to look at and say, okay, this is how the government tries to trick us. And what the president's doing now is, is cashing in on our lack of understanding to try to get people cheering for him because he did something great when we don't know what the other side of the story is. What is missing? What is the thing we don't see? Let's talk more about that when we continue this afternoon as we continue. And let's go right now to Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center and see how the ride home is going, Mark. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. No, I think it's true that that Brittany Griner went through something that uh, nobody would want anybody to go through. Except some, one of our worst enemies, and and uh, we can stipulate to that, as they say in the legal business, like that goes without saying. However, it doesn't mean she was the most deserving person to get the focus of the Biden administration and and the president himself. You agree with that? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. And if that's true, what is the motivator? If you look at our political system, 
You say, what, what, what was the president thinking about? And I think you know what my bias is. I would say the president is looking at uh, her being black and whatever else, her other categories, and saying these are sympathetic ones that we can tweak a base that we always want to motivate and we always might want to make more loyal to us by jumping up and down all over her case as opposed to a case that might actually be more compelling for the United States. Now, that's my bias. But on the other hand, I have to say there's an, there's an opposite argument, which, which would be all right, devil's advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate for myself. If I were going to argue this from the other side, what would I say? I would say that an innocent American caught up in international politics is a more compelling victim of Vladimir Putin than is somebody who signs up for it. If you're in the military, if you're a spy, if you're putting your neck on the line for your country, the argument can be made that that person knows what they're going in for, whereas Brittany Griner is just a tall person who shoots baskets well, and she's doing it in in Russia because that's where she can make a good living. So which side are you on in this debate? 860-522-9842. And which of those arguments is actually more compelling? Which of those arguments actually is the better argument? Now that I mention it, maybe that last one is the better argument. Do we consider that? Do we consider what is the best argument? Or do we just go to our fallback arguments when we're talking politics? One of my pet peeves is I want us to uh, be thinking about our arguments, to actually know our arguments, and to be prepared to make a good argument when something like this comes up. And is it actually a good argument to automatically say, oh, Brittany Griner, you know, somebody deserving of it, like I was doing before? I believe that. But I also have this nagging voice that says, well, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Maybe we would, for any American citizen, we, we should automatically say, uh, if it's just an average person, you know, say it was a tourist, somebody just deciding they want to go visit Moscow. What if it was a professor from a university and and was going for a conference and suddenly Putin just decides to pluck him out of obscurity and make him an international star by by victimizing? What do you say to that? Like, how should you make a decision? If you were president, how would you make the decision about whether to overpay for for Britney's release as opposed to waiting to get the best deal for the uh, chip that you're going to throw on the table. 860-522-9842. Al calling from Bloomfield. Hi, Al. Oh, yes, good afternoon. Uh, there's no question that everybody's sympathetic toward Brittany Griner and happy about her release. That's, that's, that's just natural to do. But in my mind, it raised the question of disparate treatment. If, you some, if you're somebody outside of this country who have notoriety and fame, you're going to get a better deal. But for the average person, 
any one of us, without the notoriety and saying, we're going to be sitting there like waiting for four years or maybe more. Wait, if you were just there, Al, say you're a bird watcher from Bloomfield, Al the bird watcher from Bloomfield, or the Al the Bloomfield bird watcher, and, and you, you're over in Vladimir Putin's uh, sphere of influence and, and looking at birds through your binoculars, and suddenly... You get arrested for some reason. He throws you into a prison camp. You don't think that the U.S. government would come down and make a big scene out of that? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'll be sitting there watching birds through a bird's sale for 20 <laughs> years. And that would be about it. I don't and know that's, if that's true. And Well, I'll put it this way. Look at this guy named Waylon. Been there four years. Mm-hmm. And there's some others. Been there. There's two others, I believe. Been there more than that. Common sense would have told those negotiators for the U.S., Negotiate a hard deal. Get three for one. Negotiate a deal where you don't leave somebody behind. Instead, you get somebody with fame and fortune, and that's the first person you get out. I mean, that's some of the our criminal justice system here. You got you got fame and fortune. You got enough money. You don't go to jail. Okay, like I like what you're saying, Al, because you're kind of walking us through the logical progression. So let's say Biden did try to negotiate a hard oh. deal, and they Putin just said, no, forget about it. It's well, they, it's one for one, or there's no deal, and well, he would do that, right? Because he knows he's got he's got the sympathies of what Biden wants to do working in his favor. Yeah, well, he he saw the advantage. That's why I blame the U.S. negotiators. We have plenty to offer the Russians, like reducing sanctions, for example. There's so much there that they could have negotiated to get all of them out. They failed to do that. They, they had soft negotiators. And when people like Vladimir Putin and the Russians, the Russians are notorious negotiators. But wait a sec. How, Al, how, are you, how do you do a good job negotiating if the president of the United States has basically shown your hand? Well, I'll put it this way. It's a pretty tough deal to negotiate anything when, 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 when the person that have, have the cards and the authority undermine you. Yeah. And that's a tough that's a tough thing for negotiators to do. But they they know that the Russians are master negotiators. They have known this. Yes, but yet, but it's not it's not particularly difficult in this situation for the Russians to do a great job. Thank you, Al, for the call. Because of what you just said, because uh, they've been undermined by the boss. The big guy has undermined him. Eric Rocky Hill. Hi, Eric. Hey, Todd. Uh so instead of comparing it to another minor, uh, you know, bird watching, which is legal, how about like you know comparing it to you or me, me being over there? In other words, uh, you know, with what was the cannabis oil she had for yeah. her uh, puffer? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what if I was over there with the same thing? That that's how I would look at it, and and I believe I would be nobody would do anything for me. That's my belief. Because and and because you'd be but, tainted by the drug possession. Bottom line is she broke a law over there, right? Yes, but it's a it's a, okay. a, a so judgment call kind of law, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we 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 have a justice system. It's not perfect, and uh, same with them, right? Same with Russia. It's not perfect. I assume right? not. I don't think uh, well, but, even excellence is something they strive for. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But I will say this: uh, you know, if you want to look at leadership. When you put Biden next to Putin, let's face it, Biden doesn't even know what day of the week it is. I'm not, and I'm not being funny. Biden truly has dementia. Anybody could see that. So let's not pretend like this guy, this, he's not the one making decisions. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that we can make that assumption. It's certainly possible. It's possible with a fully, um, you know, with somebody who's got all their faculties that they're not making the decisions in the White House. And it's also possible that Biden may appear like a dunderhead at times, like he doesn't know which way to turn when he finishes his remarks, even though he's got a, a cue sheet. But uh, that that I mean, I don't understand enough about cognitive decline to know if it's possible that he, he might be well, lost a little bit of the time, but still have good instincts about how to make these kinds of decisions. Well, well, real quick, let me just tell you two quick things. Number one, I guarantee you he'd fail a cognitive decline test. I guarantee it. Number two, um, this Griner lady's going to come home and be treated as a hero. And I think it's disgusting. And that's the opposite of how I feel about this Leibowitz guy. I think it's good you talk to him, and I think it's good he's sharing his story, uh, regardless of what some of those other people are calling saying. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> the Griner thing, completely different story. But I do like the fact that you have this Leibowitz guy on on a regular basis. So, but just just say, Eric, what makes those different? Why why the hard line on Britney? Eric? So, yes. Why? Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so Brittany was over in Russia. She had cannabis oil. If it was me or someone else, I believe I'd still, I would be there for years. I don't know for a fact, okay? Mm -hmm. But I believe so. The difference is he sat in prison for 25 years, right? He paid his debt that he was sentenced to, right? He was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, no, I'm sorry, more. I think it was 32 or 35 years. Okay, so he got, he'd got he serve whatever, 80% or yeah. whatever whatever they do. And now he has a chance to prove himself on the outside. Uh, so that's the difference. If Griner was over there for nine years and coming home, that'd be different. But it's not. <laughs> We're doing the prisoner All right, I got you. you know I, he's giving him billions of dollars, too. I bet he is. He's funding both sides of the war over there, no doubt about it. All right, Eric, thank you very much. I, that, that's interesting, too, but uh, I want to keep the conversation a little more focused right now. James in West Hartford. Hi, James. Good afternoon. Uh, Brittany, she has a job for an employer which requires international travel, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So she can't plead ignorant to international travel laws, and I'm sure her employer has made reference to that. To all their employees. Yeah, they, they get notifications and yeah. reminders. Make sure you, you're responsible for obeying the law of whatever jurisdiction you're flying into. Exactly. So unless her employer failed in that task and she decides to go after that employer legally, she blatantly took it on herself to try to sneak it through. Or forgot, like she said, but either I one's forgot. the same. On, you know, but it's the same thing either way. I, look at, I travel internationally, believe me, very infrequently. And believe me, I'm so conscientious where I, where I, when I go and I find out what's required. Yes, but are you smoking cannabis oil? I'm doing a hell of a lot. But the fact is, <laughs> I know what I can do and what I can't do. Well, but there is a certain mentality that comes along with being an athlete and be, so, doing drugs and, you know, a way, sense of the, entitlement. The fact is the government should not get involved in a case like this. That Now, that's interesting. I appreciate that position, James. Thank you for saying that. 860 Larry Bridgeport. Hi, Larry. 
Go ahead, Larry. Hey, Todd. Hi. Todd, thanks for taking my call. Um, just a quick comment, if I might, um, concerning Brittany Griner. You know, we don't want any Americans being held against their will in any foreign country, um, obviously. And, you know, Putin is a really, really bad guy. We all know that. Just, you know, the thing that I get annoyed at is the White House press secretary uh, started getting into this comment about, oh, she's an inspiration, and she's, you know, talking about Brittany Griner. Yeah. And she's someone to look up to. And, you know, I, all I want is the news. In other words, all I want you to do as the press secretary is tell us what happened. She was released. Well, that's not the okay? press secretary's job. The press secretary is to lie on behalf of the administration to create the best impression. Right. But the, when I came away from what her comments were about putting, you know, Brittany Griner up on Mount Rushmore, okay, the point is it just annoyed me because all I want is you to give me brief information as to what's happened. I don't want your personal subjective opinion. That's what annoys me, okay? And, and, and again, it tells me that that's what the White House and Biden wanted. They're able to get mileage out of this individual sure. being released to check boxes. Good point. They're able to check the LGBT box. Yes. They're able to check this box, that box. Yes, the race All these box. boxes, and it just annoys me. And to me, you got this guy, Paul Whelan. I don't know Paul Whelan. I do know he's a veteran. I do know he served multiple okay, tours in Iraq. Okay, sorry, Larry, i got to hold you there because uh, it's time for traffic. But thank you. Good points and good thinking. 860-522-9842. Speaking of thinking, well, no, forget I said that. Mark Christopher is here, BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Hey there, Mark. Any cars? on? I'm just teasing you. I know you are. You're as smart as they come. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC, talking about the Brittany Griner thing. Jason, what do you think? Hey there, Jason. Well, Go ahead. Hey, um... So this guy that they did the prisoner swap for, isn't he an arms dealer? Uh, yes. Okay, so isn't the Biden administration all about doing away with guns? Yeah, uh, I guess they sometimes say that. Right, so why would they take somebody who did a crime back to our country and swap her for somebody who's going to maybe put more guns out on, into, into the world? 
Doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, somebody who's uh, professional at uh, causing uh, violence and mayhem. Yeah, the, right. on, a, on, a, on a large scale. So that's been clicking in my head. Like, when I'm listening to this, I'm like, geez, they're just going to take somebody who did a crime, who want, they want back here because of her notoriety, and they're going to put somebody on the streets who's possibly going to, uh, Putin's going to benefit from. That's a really interesting point. I, I don't understand it. It's like, you know, hand out free drugs for so drug dealers, so drug addicts don't commit crimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand their point in doing it. I mean, nobody wants to see a U.S. citizen locked up in a different country, but you know, I mean, there are rules, and to re- take her home and possibly send out somebody who's going to do more harm is no good to me. I don't like what they're doing, and they should have thought it through, and it is definitely a political stunt. Yeah, well, I think they thought it through, and they wanted the political stunt. Thank you for that, Jason. We've got Mike and Granby. Mike, we've got a minute if you can talk fast. Yes, I just want to say I'm very happy that that last caller just called in and said what he stated as well, because I was thinking the same thing. And today when I first saw this story on the news, it was almost immediately followed by a story about Joe Biden uh, attending a vigil to end gun violence. And again, it's very <laughs> ironic that he is releasing a arms dealer sentenced to 25 years for conspiracy to commit mass murder against Americans for a basketball player who kneels for her own national anthem and, and openly disrespects the country. And all those factors, the way the media presents it to the rest of us listening, it's almost an insult to our intelligence in general to think that no one is going to question that, you know, how this is, how can we celebrate this? You know, and again, no one wants to see any American locked up in a foreign prison. But again, if the law is the law, and you're supposed to be aware of that, why are we negotiating and especially releasing someone who's extremely dangerous to trade for someone such as Brittany Griner. This idea that everything they're doing is basically a charade and there's no consistency between one event and, and another is the truth of how government works and and one of the p- things that plagues us during this period of time. 860-522-9842. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. We're talking Brittany, 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 Bob in Middletown. Hi. Hey, Todd. How you doing? Thanks for your patience. So let me get this straight. We traded uh, a basketball player who smokes whatever she smoked that mm-hmm. doesn't like America for a man called the Merchant of Death. I don't understand why people don't understand what we traded for. A merchant of death. Now, I can see if Ozzy Osbourne was in Russia, mm-hmm. and if he was in jail, because Ozzy Osbourne is the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> now, that would have been an even trade. Then, then it feels more equitable. Right. The Prince of Darkness, yeah. you know, or the uh, merchant of death. I mean, but that you know, would be a if we trade. if we look at people as Americans pursuing their um, march to happiness, you know how we're guaranteed under the Constitution that the right to pursue our own happiness, we can assume that she's a young woman and that she may be already, just having gone through this experience of, of having been 
locked up by the Russians. She may have a whole different attitude. She might be the biggest patriot who's ever walked the planet for America. Well, that would be a good thing. So I don't know that we should be judging her as opposed to just looking at her. Like a lot of people use drugs, particularly marijuana. And, that, and a lot of people... someone they called the merchant of death. Well, okay, but... arms to kill Americans. Yes, but as I said before, if we look at the merchant of death as, as somebody who is a criminal, we, we want to have behind bars. And we have the desire to not be... Um, well, we want to get Brittany out because she's an innocent American citizen who's in... The middle of her pursuit of happiness, and she just got caught in the crosshairs. Right. Isn't it right that the innocent American should get the benefit of the full weight and um, authority of the U.S. government? Yeah. Well, we all know the reason. Yes, we do know the reason. His reason was political. Nevertheless, and it's the holiday season, and it's the holiday season. Praise Biden. Jeez. All right. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, it's easy to be resentful. The more I think about it, though, maybe we shouldn't be. Maybe we should just say, ah, what was he going to do? Now, it's hard to do given that we know how front and center race and the gender stuff is and the sexual stuff is for the, I mean, the Democrats are obsessed with anything that can divide us. And maybe they're sitting back saying, wow, this is really great because everyone's going to be fighting about it. But maybe it's not that big a deal, except that we know what they're up to. Tom's in Glastonbury. Hi, Tom. How are you? Um, first, I would I would disagree with the uh, a previous caller where he said everybody's happy that Britney's released. Uh, please keep me off of that list. And why are um, you unhappy that she's out? She doesn't deserve to be out. Doesn't er- any American who's just pursuing their livelihood deserve to be out? Not in not in Putin's prison. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that back at you and go this route here because because I am a Marine and I served, and she's got the trifecta. She's got the race. She's got the gender. She's got she's got all of that stuff going on. Okay, right what if now. she didn't? What if she didn't? Yeah, she'd still be sitting there. She'd still be sitting in that cell tower. But you but what would you argue? Do. But what would your argument be? Wouldn't you argue she should be released? And me as a Marine, let me wait because. No. I knew what I was getting in the middle of. She didn't know. She was just going to work. No, she wasn't going. She wasn't going to work. She was. She's. She gets. She's going someplace. First off, after kneeling for the national anthem and disrespecting her country, she hangs her hopes on the fact that the guy who's in the White House, who is oatmeal north of the eyebrows, we we, we all know that, has some of his handlers explain to him that this might be something good for. America. What is that expression and you used? Oatmeal what? Oatmeal north of the eyebrows. Oh, <laughs> thank you for explaining. <laughs> pretty pretty accurate, huh? Well, it's a great but expression, I, but, I just, but when you use it, you got to slow down so people can I get just, it because that's beautiful. I so I just get so passionate about this about this because I'm the only person I'm waiting for right now to weigh in to make this complete would be LeBron James as long as he says that. Well, we did the right thing. We did the right thing for America. Yeah, but the thing I'm driving at, Tom, is that what you're arguing basically is that your resentment, which I share, over the political influences that are causing Biden to want to do this. Oh, I can, you know, I win on race. 
I win on LGBTQT. You know, but but we should really be pushing that aside and say, look, there's an American citizen going to work, and what should our policy be for American citizens going to work who are innocent of being part of this international intrigue between the countries? Okay, they all come home or none of them come home. Exactly, that's how it should be. They all come home or none of them come home. Yes. Because as a Marine, this uh, as a Marine, he knows that he may have to wait. He's trained. Exactly. We are trained in a specific way, but just just the, this is just so this is just so wrong that we bring back somebody and we leave a veteran one more time. We're leaving a veteran behind. For someone who bounces a ball, gets paid a great living for bouncing a ball. Wait a second. I thought we were close to something here. The veteran veteran will sit there and say, yeah, that's that's my job. I sacrifice myself on behalf of my fellow citizen. And this is just a... You think his family, and God bless them for as, as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll bet they... politically, Politically correct. That they are being at these press conferences, you know that you know what once that microphone goes off, they have to be thinking, why her and not him? Yeah, but that's why I'm trying to depersonalize it. If we take it yeah. away from being because really, on, on a lot you, of levels, you, she's very personalize it though. How can you depersonalize it? Because the job of the president is to take care of the innocent American citizen. I guess before the. Uh, before the person who signed up for it. And now, one of your previous callers did say, and I and I hope to God they're wrong. This 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 person is going to come home and be hailed as a hero, be hailed as a hero. Somebody who disrespected the national anthem, disrespected the flag, is going to walk back home here, and she's going to get a hero's welcome. But let's see, throw, let's throw a damn parade, Todd. All right, Tom. Thank you for the call. You made some great points, and you made them well. I appreciate it. All I'm saying is, if we look at each of us as a work in progress, so you think of your own offspring or grandchildren or yourself when you were young and and going to Woodstock or whatever you were doing, and maybe you were at a place where, I remember when I was sitting there watching the, um, the astronauts doing the walk on the moon. And they unveiled some plaque on the moon that said uh, that had Richard Nixon's name on it, you know, because he was president when they landed on the moon. And I I remember one of the one of my friends. I mean, I was a kid, you know. One of my friends spat on the TV because because Richard Nixon's name was on the was on the plaque that they were leaving on the moon. And I assume Richard Nixon's name is still sitting there on the moon with no mention of Watergate or anything like that. And it will in perpetuity because there's not that much friction up there. So the point is that that guy who was 12 or 13 or 14 who was spitting on the TV, and I looked at him, I thought, what do you... What exactly is motivating you to spit on the TV because of Richard Nixon? But... I assume he feels differently today now that he's pushing 70. I don't know. I've hardly, I, you know, I didn't see him since then or close to that. But that's a, you know, Brittany Griner is a, is a fellow American who was protesting something that she felt conviction about. 
That doesn't make her a bad person who we should all hate. And she happens to be um, black, and, and that doesn't make her something we should feel resentful towards. And she happens to uh, feel compelled to have sex with women and not men. That's her business. None of that registers as something that should cause us to feel contempt. She's just another person, another American on the road in the pursuit of happiness. And she may have a much better perspective on happiness. She may never protest another thing against America because she could just look there, look, look at it and say, God, am I lucky that I'm an American? And maybe she's converted. Maybe she's going to be the, the most diligent of, uh, of GOP voters moving forward. What do you think? 860-522-9842. And Art is in New Britain. Hello, Art. Hi, Todd. Uh, uh, just a quick thought. I would be going to be interesting to see who uh, Hollywood comes up with to cast uh, as Brittany in the uh, movie. All right. Wh- what are you thinking about? Well, they may. I mean, it's going to be tough to find somebody at all unless they go with a, a man. Well, they can do stilts. Oh, okay. Or have her st- standing on things. Oh, maybe it's easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe it's harder than I thought. I don't know. She is. How tall is she? Do you know? <laughs> no. Because she looks awfully tall. I, I think you're right about that. Height She's taller than most men. Yes. But, uh, be interesting. All right. Thanks, Art. Good to talk with you. Thank you for taking the time to make the call. Neil's in Bristol next. Hey, Neil. Hey, Todd. How are you? Um, I, I just tried calling the White House because I'm all worked up about this. Okay. Uh, Brittany Griner thing. And, and, and being on hold and listening to us, I'm even more worked up. But I cannot. you cannot leave a message at the White House Unless it's between Tuesday and Thursday from 11 to 3. Wow. That's the only time that apparently we can leave a, a phone message. God forbid we talk to somebody, but we got to leave a message, and that's it. For three days. Well, they're afraid four, you'll wake up the president. Yeah, God forbid. He doesn't, he's not even know, he doesn't know where he is. He's, he's on Scranton somewhere, lunch bucket <laughs> Joe, with, with, with Candy Pop or whatever the hell he is. That you know what priorities here? Brittany should not be the one released. It's they should have. It's the marine, the former marine, and there's other people in Russia also, not just these two. Oh yeah, others. Sure. And 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 Brittany, you know what? It, it has nothing to do with being female, nothing to do with being gay, nothing to do with anything. That's fine. Do what you got to do, but. Number one, what are you thinking? You're going in there. You screwed up. Okay. But it's a minor crime, and she never, ever should have been held. But that is what it is. But the Biden, I think one of your calls said, we we traded the, the merchant of death for a basketball player? Are you crazy? And we left a Marine behind? This is silly. This is just... So would you always would you always have the innocent American citizen staying in prison and bringing back the professional international intrigue people? 
no, we, no, we, no, we, I don't want any Americans left behind, but can we prioritize? Well, that's what I'm saying. In your system of priority, you would always put, bring the professionals home first, the ones who signed up for international danger and the ones who just got plucked out of obscurity by accident. You would have danger. Do you mean the ones that the ones that volunteered, raised their hand, and said, "I will give my life for my country"? Is that what you're saying? Well, exactly. Yes, those people so, yes, understand absolutely. the risk. Yeah, and nor I the normal would. thing would not be to trade the professionals been trained for this for the the U.S. citizen going to a job and and uh, and being naive and stupid with regard to how they exercise we, the risk. Todd, I'm a veteran. Yep. I'm not a Marine. And I held, held Marines in, in high esteem. Uh, yes, they should be. They, the priority should be Marines, uh, veterans, uh, who served, who volunteered to lay their life on the line, opposed to a, a basketball player who, who did something stupid and she knew she did something yeah, stupid. I, I just i just think if we uh were to poll and th- thank you for the call neil i think if we were to poll the um the professional men of international intrigue that they would say uh, we should be left in the prison and the innocent americans uh, just make it generic the innocent americans should be left behind 860-522-9842 Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.